Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Listening to the Melting Pat. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, the Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. How are you? How are we doing today? I'm. Uh, it's raining, so that sucks. I'm not well. I don't hate the rain, but I also haven't looked at the basement door to see if there's water in there, and there probably is. And I don't want to see it. I'm not going to look anyway. Pat, nobody cares about the weather three days ago. You're right. You are right. Thanks for being here. I. <laughs> oh, man. Hope you're doing better than me. That's what I'll say. Uh, we're not having guests this week. We we're supposed to have guests for this week on the show. However, comma, technology let us down. Uh, we didn't get everybody recorded somehow. And then I also let us down because I was unprofessional. So I do feel bad about that. However, we're going we're gonna to make it work. Maybe. I hope. Anyway, um, we're going to try another shot. We'll see what happens We'll all do our best, and I promise I will do better. All right, there we go. Uh, let's do, where are we going here? We have a question for this week. Not right this second. We got a song first, but uh, your worst dining experience. We will talk about that. Uh, we got a bunch of good answers. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, everybody on Threads, by the way. Really popping on that one. Thank you. Awesome stuff. Uh, I saw a gross thing on TikTok the other day, and I'm going to tell you about it because I want you to stop being gross for TikTok views. Please stop. So we'll talk about that. I also saw a wedding invitation where a couple said, hey, instead of gifts, contribute 40 bucks to the dinner and coming out with us. And people lost their minds. So we're going to talk about that. And then hopefully we will hear from the captain at the end of the show. And then that should be that. By the way, if the show sounds a little bit different, I am using a pop filter today because I don't know. I know I shouldn't need one. Because it's based on microphone placement, and I, I guess I don't do that right after 460-whatever episodes. But uh, if it sounds different, that's why. If it's bad, I'm sorry. Uh, then we won't do it next week. But we're going to roll with this, and hopefully we'll be okay. All right? All right, great. Oh, before we get to the rest of the show, happy birthdays are in order. My mom and my smoking hot wife were both born today, the show, uh, the day the show comes out, March 2nd. So happy birthday... You're right. You're right. I don't need to get all mushy and gross. Ugh. Ugh. You love your family? Ugh. I know. I know. It's, I know. It's disgusting. Uh, but no, happy birthday. <laughs> Christ. Happy birthday to my mom and my wife. Fantastic. We're actually going out tonight to celebrate the wife's birthday. Um, I don't know what the plans for moms are. I guess we should, I should probably not try to sort that out on the show. Should probably not do that. We should probably figure out another way. Uh, we'll see. All right. We will see what happens. And if something goes down, I'll let you know. If we try to go to Red Lobster again with more than four, and they say we don't take reservations for parties of larger than four people, with more than four people, which is dumb, then I'll let you know about that too. So, <laughs> so there we go. All right. We did the menu. We did the birthday shout outs. And we have a song today. I mentioned last week because our friend 12 Days in June answered the question, right? Yeah, that's why I brought him up. And I said, hey, I felt bad. I haven't really checked out his music enough to decide if I'm going to play it on the show because I'm a bad friend. Well, this week I decided, hey, we're going to actually do that. So there we go. So we have new, well, new to us, this album, La Luna, La Luna, I can't talk, is out now. Go get it. 
12 Days in June. That's T-W-E-L-V-E. I almost misspelled the word 12. 12 Days in June.bandcamp.com for more. <laughs> for more, go check it out. We're turning back the clock with some 90s stuff, some crunchy guitars. I love this. It's great. Again, the album La Luna. This song is I Could See for Miles. It's our friend. 12 Days in June. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back. So begins the climb to the top And I don't know what we'll find when we arrive I fear it's just a graveyard of our past Where the vultures pick the There you have it. Our new friend, 12 Days in June. I could see for miles the name of that one. The album La Luna is available now. Go get it on Bandcamp. Link to that will be in the show notes as always. The Melty Pat, the next level network. Sounds like a wrestling theme, doesn't it? That riff there, it sounds like a wrestling theme, or uh, I was actually headbanging Beavis and Butthead style while I was doing that. So uh, they could do that too. So can we submit, are there going to be more Beavis and Butthead? Can we submit some 12 Days in June for uh, Beavis and Butthead and or uh, a wrestler's theme song? Can we make that happen? That'd be great. There we go. 12 Days in June.bandcamp.com. Thank you very much, my friend. I'm sorry if I ruined your song. <laughs> 
So there we go. All right. Let's, um, what should we do? Should we take a break? We should. That's what we should do. I like to take the break after the song, get everything kind of uh, organized and ready to go for the rest of the show. So let's take a break. Pop, clap. I just hit the pop filter for some reason. I don't know why I yelled clap also, but here's the, the pause sound effect. And we will talk about worst dining experiences right after this. Hey, look at that. We're back. There we go. We made it. We did it. Nothing happened for you except the two pause sound effects, which I really thought would be funny. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't think of that sooner, but I thought that'd be funny. The reason I said last week, maybe it'll make it is because I didn't know if I was going to find like a clean version, but I did. So there we go. We are back. Thank you to our new friend, 12 Days in June. Go check him out. Let him know I sent you. Now go that guy. Eh. There you go. All right. We had a question for this week. My thanks to my smoking hot wife, Jill, for this one. She said that a relative of hers has used the line multiple times, that was the worst dining experience I've ever had in my life. And it was her stepdad's brother. So I reached out and said, hey, hey, is this true? And he said, yes, that's accurate. Apparently he, uh, the stepbrother, the uh, the brother, used this uh, at every minor inconvenience, used it, used it after a drive through visit. Like that was the worst dining experience I've ever had in my life. And like, I don't know, they forgot his fries or something at the drive-thru. And <laughs> I don't know the story. I reached out for confirmation so I could tell that story. Didn't hear back. That's okay. So Jill said, hey, why don't you ask what everyone's worst dining experience was? Not sure what happened with the chair there, but I think we're fine. You probably heard that sound and you probably got some ASMR, some good ASMR just for you. All right. Uh, I had a few actually that I want to talk about before we get to yours, if you don't mind. Uh, I had steak at a diner on my birthday once, because I enjoy a good steak. And uh, so we go to this diner, and I get, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's try the steak, whatever it was, New York Strip. I don't remember what it was. Uh, it was slathered in some terrible gravy with, like, mushrooms and some other crap on it, and it was super overcooked. And I'm just like, all right. I, uh, just so, just so disappointing. I just, you know, you expect one thing. I know I shouldn't expect great things from a diner steak, but... It shouldn't be that gross, like as gross as it was. It shouldn't be. But it, it was awful. Really disappointing. That sucked. And it was my birthday, too. Like, come on. Come on. Be better. All right. Do you know, by the way, who has good steak, surprisingly, is Applebee's. It, it's really good. I mean, okay, I guess I haven't had it in a long time. But the last time I had it, I was still really impressed at how good the steak is. From, like, Applebee's. Do, like, a little chain. Like, a chain restaurant shouldn't have good steak. But they do. They really do. And also, anytime I've been to Friendly's, has just sucked. It just, I know I usually don't mention names, but uh, it always takes forever to get our food. And then they forget something, something goes wrong, something is screwed up in some way. But the most, the worst part is every time I've gone there, we've waited forever to get a seat, to get our food, to get drinks, to get the check, to get whatever. It just takes a really long time for everybody to do things over there. And that really sucks. Because their food is decent. The Sundays are good. But it just takes forever when you go there. So that's always a bummer. And one time, we were on a road trip. This was years ago. Probably, I went for, well, it had to be like mid-90s. We were going somewhere. And so we stopped at McDonald's on the way out of town. And we ordered burgers. And I think all of us ordered burgers. Maybe somebody ordered nuggets. I forget. But most of us, there were six of us. And most of us ordered burgers. And so we, we get the things, we get the stuff, we get on the road and we're like, we're too far away 
to turn back. Like we had to go. It was something where like we couldn't just turn around to go back because we had gone too far or we were on a deadline or something. But we opened up our burgers and every single one of them had no meat. It was just condiments, cheese in buns. No meat patties at all. Nobody said, hey, we don't have any burgers today. They just like all of us who got burgers that day had zero meat. Like the fries were there. Drinks were there. It was, you know, buns, cheese, condiments, you know, and then no meat at all. So that and like we were too far. It was too late to go back. That was awful. It was like one of the worst. It was one of the worst dining experience I've ever had in my life. Probably is that I ordered a burger and got no meat and not just meat, not just one, but like six, five or six of us. So they wrapped up burgers with no meat and said, okay, here you go. How do you screw that up? That's your, that's your thing. That's your main thing is a burger. How do you not, but like, oh, I put onions when I wasn't supposed to, or they said they wanted pickles and I didn't put them on there, whatever. Like, that's one thing. You forgot the meat. You forgot the meat on a burger. That's your whole thing. It's burgers. Oh, that was so bad. That was, the, that's probably the worst. Like, I mean, I've been to Denny's a bunch and they forget about us and that everything in there is sticky and the food might be what you ordered. And like, yeah, that sucks. But we, we, we got no meat, no meat on McDonald's burgers. And just like, no, oh my God. I don't know how that happened. Maybe somebody note, like, recognized this and said, well, forget these people. We're going to mess with them. I don't know. But that was bad. That was, oh God, that was really bad. All right. Uh, Jen says, we ordered wings from Pizza Hut and they came uncooked straight from the freezer. When we called to let them know, the manager didn't believe us. When we returned the wings, they realized the error of their ways and proceeded to tell us they were out of wings and asked if we wanted our returned wings cooked. I politely declined. That location is now out of business, and the building is a credit union. Now, first of all, I know the Pizza Hut she's talking about, and I could probably do a whole segment on just how bad this Pizza Hut was. Because we order from there often enough where it became a pattern of like, you guys are awful at your jobs. They would forget stuff. It would take forever to get to you. So they, and then by the time it did, hey, we ordered this and only got this. And that's a whole process to go through. And this was before like Grubhub and DoorDash and stuff. So these were their own drivers. And they like, they were just massively screwing up all the time. So I am not shocked that they just didn't cook your wings. Uh, that happened to my mom, I think. They ordered with my mom, and my brother used to order Pizza Hut wings. And one time, yeah, they came uncooked, I think, or like with nothing on them or both. I forget. But it was something like that where, like, yeah, very clearly something was not done here. And that's so bad. So, wait, okay. So they didn't believe you that the wings were not cooked. And that's the second thing there. And then the third thing is when you went and showed them, hey, these wings were not cooked. Their solution was, do you want us to heat those up? So they've already been in the box. Okay, let's say this whole process took a half hour. So they're just sitting in that box, like congealing with whatever sauce is there, right? And so they, they bring them to your house. And you go, hey, they're not cooked. What the hell is going on here? You drive over there and say, hey, first of all, you call them to say, hey, they weren't cooked. What the hell? They don't believe you. So you drive over there and you say, hey, these wings aren't cooked. And their solution is to take the wings that have been sitting in this box, marinating in whatever's in there, and you want to take them out of that box 
that has whatever product there. It's all, you know, sticking together and cook them and give them back to you. That is their solution. I, I, well, there is a reason that Pizza Hut's out of business. And it's not just because the building was old and falling apart and they didn't want to repair it. It's because that place sucked. That was an awful Pizza Hut. And I'm glad it's gone. I know. I don't like, Pat, you don't like to see people lose jobs. You're right. But when you're that bad, you shouldn't be able to do it anymore. That's all. All right. So there you go. Thanks, Jen. Kyle says, Subway made me a sandwich and left the bread knife inside the bread. The urge to bite into it and get injured was high. Almost as high as the employee who didn't notice they put the knife inside the bread. Oh, my God. That is... (laughs) That is terrifying. If we're going to be real, Um, because what they do at Subway, I haven't been to Subway in a long time, but what they do to flatten out the sandwich is they put the whole knife in there, like in the middle of the roll. They put all your stuff in and then put the knife in the middle to get everything kind of pressed in there and together to get the sandwich together. Right. So this guy who was cutting Kyle's sandwich just forgot, like he put the knife in there, like to flatten it out, let go of it, put it, put it down in the sandwich still, wrapped it up, and then gave it to the guy. And, like, there are people in between, right? There's the person who makes a sandwich who wraps it up, and then the person at the register sometimes is a different person. And so you hand them the sandwich in this bag, and you go, hey, this is shaped weirdly. This feels heavier than it should for whatever it is, turkey and whatever. Like, hey, maybe we should look at this and see what's going on. Nope, they waited. They didn't do that. And so Kyle opened the sandwich and said, hey, 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 idiots. You left the knife in the bread. I bet that guy turned around and was like, oh, what happened to my knife? What the hell? Oh, I guess I got to find another one. That is unbelievably stupid. I mean, oh. I don't think there are subways around here either anymore. Which, I mean, hey, if there are, people are doing stuff like that, God bless them. I used to order breakfast, breakfast from Subway every so often. See, I'm so I'm so excited to tell you this for some reason. Um, and one time I was in there before work one day. And I said, hey, can I get you know, bacon, egg, and cheese? And so this guy pulls out the bacon. Like, I didn't want my hoagie toasted, right? I didn't want the roll to be toasted because they toast it too long and it gets burnt and gross. And I don't want that. Then it falls apart. I'm trying to eat it. So I didn't want that. Okay. So I said, hey, don't toast the sandwich. And so he goes, oh, okay. So he's got the eggs and the cheese and the bacon. And he pulls the bacon out of the the little uh, container there and goes to put it on the sandwich before he cooked it. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, buddy. I need you to cook the bacon, though. Like, don't toast the roll, but you still got to cook the bacon. And he goes, oh, yeah, okay. So he, because he touched, he put, like, the uncooked bacon on the sandwich, he had to scrap it, throw that all away, and start again because he was too dumb to go, oh, yeah, I got to cook this bacon for this guy. Idiots. Oh, my God. Brutal. There you go. Thank you, Kyle, for the, uh, for the story. You should have taken a bite of the knife, honestly. That's how they learn. Maybe they wouldn't, but you might have gotten some money out of it. So there we go. (laughs) All right. MAG says, for this one, we technically didn't even get to dine. We tried to get Popeye's one time via drive-thru. I swear we waited at least 25 minutes with no information or updates on the order. They even asked us to park so that the order could be brought out. I finally said to hell with it and decided to just leave because there was no indication that the food was coming anytime soon. I didn't even care about the money. To my knowledge, they're probably still preparing the damn thing. Yeah, that'll happen. Where, because here's what happens: my wife and my uh, and her brother worked in fast food for a while, and what happens is the order comes in and it goes up on a screen, and so the people in the back making the food see that, 
and they go, all right, cool, make this, make this, make this. But what other people up front will do is they will see that screen and see that the order is already there, and they will think that the order is already being made or has been made, and they'll just clear the screen. So if they clear that screen before the person in the back sees it, that's why it bothers me that people do this, then the order doesn't get made and no one knows that it even happened, right? So what, what likely happened there is you ordered your food, so it goes up on the screen, and someone cleared that screen before the people who make the food got to see it. And so what likely happened is they didn't make your order at all because the second person who was supposed to know that your order was there didn't know because the first person already cleared it from the queue. And so, yeah, that happens a lot. It happened to, I was actually in line at Wendy's and it happened where like I put my order in and they're like, all right, cool. And I saw it go up on the screen and there was nobody making anything at the moment. I would be able to know because you could see right into where they are, right? And so I'd be able to know if they started working on my food. And so it went up on the screen, literally four seconds went by and somebody came by and cleared the screen. And I said, hey, there's nobody making my order and you just cleared it. Can you put it in again to make my actual food? And they were like, oh, oh, okay. And the person glared at me. They were real mad. I'm like, well, I knew what was going to happen if I just stood there for a few more minutes. No one was going to make my food because the people who were going to make the food had no idea I just ordered or like had no idea what I wanted because you cleared it already because you walked by and said, okay, this must be done and just cleared it because you're dumb. All right. Anyway, every time I have a problem with fast food or anybody has a problem with fast food, the first thought is, and they want $15 an hour. And you, you don't want to think that because everyone deserves a living wage. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you still got to be kind of good at your job though, right? Like you still got to know how to do the job to get uh, to get the money. All right, anyway, everyone deserves a living wage. That's the point. All right, thank you. Sorry, I keep interjecting with my own stories here. I'm sorry, everybody. I hope you don't feel bad. You're not here. It doesn't matter. Our new friend, Jason Didner, says, my aunt used the same phrase in the 80s about a now long out of business restaurant called Possibilities in Morristown. I think we waited an hour for a table Another half hour when we decided to leave. We later corrected her to say it was the worst non-dining experience of her life. There you go. That's good. I like that. Uh, Jez Mez on Threads says, I worked with a couple of characters, and at the end of every comics, uh, did of every comics, every meal we ate at. Jesus, let me try that again. I'm reading this as it's written, by the way. I worked with a couple of characters, and at the end of every comics, any meal we ate at, one guy would ask the other, what did you think of that? And the other guy would say, exquisite! Best meal I ever had. I hope that made sense to you. I just, I read it as it was written. There we go. Thank you. I am rocket ship underscore band. We ate at a new Mexican restaurant as the owner is my mom's neighbor. The food was astonishingly bad. Everything was slightly overcooked, oversalted, and slathered in salty, bland cheese. So much Salt. No other discernible flavor. It was like drinking seawater. Ugh. Oh, that's so disappointing. Oh, I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Oh, that's so bad. All right, finally, Meg says, I once tried to order a Big Mac without the middle Big Mac bun. Was hype when they were all like, yeah, we could do that. Got home and opened the container to just find the insides of a Big Mac popped into a container with no buns at all. I was flabbergasted. Yeah, that's... um. I think now what you would do 
is because they recently came out with the Big Mac sauce to sell on its own. So I think what you should do now is order the double quarter pounder and get the Big Mac sauce. However, that does not excuse when you say, hey, can you just take out the middle bun from the Big Mac? So you just have two buns, the patty, the sauce, all that, right? And they're like, yeah, sure, we could do that. And then they read that somebody read that as no bun on the Big Mac. Ugh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Meg has another one. Uh, we were being entirely forgotten by a waitress at a diner with my Nana. We eventually had to track down someone else. It turns out her shift ended, the waitress's shift ended, and she left before bringing us our chick. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's no good. Oh, man. Yeah, that happens. There's a Nate Bargetti joke about that. He's like, yeah, we went to a diner, and the waitress just quit in the middle of our shift. We, uh, we just sat there waiting, and she just never came back. That's fun. I like that a lot. All right, there we go. Thank you, everybody, for your answers. And I'm all I'm very sorry to you all that you had to deal with such bad dining experiences. So, yes, that for all of you, the worst dining experience you've ever had in your life or a non-dining experience for Jason and MAG who didn't actually get to dine at all. So there we go. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jill, for the question. Thank you, everyone, for your answers. If I missed you, my bad. My bad. That's on me. And uh, we'll get to you next time. Maybe. I hope. In any case, let's take a break. I'm going to talk about, speaking of gross eating, I saw a thing on TikTok the other day, and uh, I want it to stop. I don't want this to be a thing, but I have to tell you about it because you need to know what not to do and to tell your friends to not do this. So we will talk about a gross TikTok thing I saw when we come back. Okay, real quick. I saw this... Uh, it was shared somewhere else. I'm not really on TikTok, but I saw this shared the other day. And it was one of the grossest things I've ever seen. And I'm not I'm not unfamiliar with TikTok challenges and people being disgusting on video for laughs, but I just I got to tell you about this. All right. So this guy, he's in a hotel bathroom and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to make nachos in this hotel bathroom." And he just like on the sink or in the sink on the counter just all over the hotel bathroom, he was cooking the meat. He was, you know, chopping the vegetables and the sour cream and the cheese sauce and the chips everywhere. Just like, I mean, you know, picture a hotel bathroom, right? And you're familiar. And it's, you know, he didn't clean that beforehand. Like, you just look like a guy who didn't clean it up beforehand. And hotel bathrooms, like, yes, they get cleaned after everybody leaves. But how clean is it really? And also, it's a bathroom. And it's gross. And you shouldn't have food in there. You certainly shouldn't make food in there. And so this guy like, did the whole thing, did the whole bit, and then sat on the toilet to eat his nachos that he just made in the bathroom. And I just... Look, just because we all have video things on our phones, Pat, they're called cameras, yes, just because we can share videos of ourselves doing things right from our phones doesn't mean that we all have things worth sharing. Right? Like, we don't have... Like, not everything has to be immediately shared with everyone. It just, it doesn't. It do, Like, some things are just not good ideas. And I, I just know this guy didn't clean up before or after. So I hope that hotel charged him at least three times as much. Because, well, first of all, okay, you know he didn't clean up beforehand, because why would you? You're just doing a fun thing for TikTok, so you're not thinking that far ahead. Maybe he did. I don't know. But it seems like he wouldn't do that if he's just focused on this. Seems like he wouldn't do that. 
So that's gross, right? So you don't know what's, what else is going into your, your face hole there other than the nachos that you're, for some reason, cooking in a hotel bathroom. I just, that, like, the, the idea, like, okay, you have the idea and you go, hey, I want to make nachos for TikTok. Okay, like, that's a cool thing. That happens. People make food all the time and share a video, like, check out this recipe. Look at how quickly I can make nachos or whatever. And then he goes, hey, you know what? We're going to take this one step further. We're going to make these nachos in a hotel bathroom. Because why not? What else do you do in a hotel bathroom but make yourself some damn nachos, right? And I love nachos. Everybody knows this. I love nachos. No, no, no. Not from there. We're not having nachos from a bathroom. Not in a bathroom. Not from a bathroom. I only need to be near a bathroom after I'm done, right? And even though, even then, it's uh, only because, you know, food has to go somewhere when you're done. So just imagine all the gross stuff that guy ingested in addition to the nachos that he made in the bathroom sink. Think about that for 10 seconds and no longer. All right. I'm not going to wait here for 10 seconds, but you can pause for 10 seconds and think about all the things that are in a bathroom, either on surfaces or not. And uh, that guy ate all of those by making the nachos. And you know, he didn't clean up afterwards. You know, for sure, like the, all the meat, the vegetables, the sour cream, the whatever, all that stuff was still all over when he left. You know, for sure, he didn't do that, right? Because if he's doing a TikTok thing, making nachos in a hotel bathroom, you know, he's not cleaning anything up. He's like, hey, let's make nachos in the bathroom. And that's it. And then just leaves. Checks out. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. And then just leaves. Like, do you have any clue how gross a bathroom is? And do you also have any clue what a scumbag you are for leaving that mess, for making that mess? first of all, and leaving that mess for the staff. Because you know he did. And I hope they charged him triple. And I hope they banned him from staying in their properties again. Because no, dude, that's disgusting. Don't do that. I'm certain there are more examples of people being outright disgusting for TikTok views and Instagram reels, whatever's. And uh, I'm here to tell you to not do that anymore. Don't do that. Don't be gross. Like, just because you think something is fun doesn't mean... Everyone else needs to see it. Everyone else should have to see it, right? It's like when your, you know, your band is going, uh, getting started, right? And you put out a song, and it's not great because it's your first song as a band. And somebody goes, "Well, you know, maybe that should have stayed in the garage, right? Maybe don't release that because it's not polished. It's not a good idea to put that song out as it is." The same principle applies here. Uh, just because you have an idea for a video doesn't mean everybody else needs to see it. And also, it doesn't mean you actually have to do the thing. Please don't make nachos in hotel bathrooms or any bathrooms anywhere for that matter. And um, yeah, stop being disgusting for TikTok points. That is, uh, I don't know why people do this. I don't know why people think just because everyone can share things uh, that they think they need to be shared. Because not everything is a good idea to be shared. And I think that's a prime example. So if you have an example of some gross thing being shared online. I'd like to hear about it. And I think we need to shame these people together. I think that's really the plan here is to make sure that everyone knows that there are disgusting, truly disgusting people in this world who should not have access to the internet. I think that's it. I know that can go deeper. I don't want to. That's what she said. Woo! Uh, like if somebody, I don't know. I can't even think of an example because I'm really stuck on this guy who made nachos in a hotel bathroom. Don't make, don't, don't do that. Don't even eat any food 
in a hotel bathroom. Just, man, go downstairs and go get them from the restaurant or call room service. Say, I want some nachos, man. Have them do it for you. For the love. Oh, I, I, stop being gross for TikTok. Like, not everything that you can record on your phone is meant for public consumption. And I think this is a prime example. So the lesson here is, number one, don't make or eat food in a bathroom of any kind. And number two, not everything that you do has to be recorded and shared. Right? Right. All right. Let's get out of this. We'll take a break and we will talk about uh, a wedding invitation that made some people lose their minds. We'll do that next. Okay. So I saw this on, um, I don't know, Twitter, threads, one of those, can't remember. But it was a wedding invitation that was shared. And the couple said, instead of sending us a gift, please contribute $40 toward the reception, toward the wedding buffet, and then you can join us and we can all have a party. I thought this was a great idea because you should spend more than that on a gift for a wedding anyway. I don't know, double at least, right? So being able to not spend that money and then not have to carry the gift around, like wrap it, bring it to a thing and worry about all that. Like what if it breaks on the way over or whatever? You don't have to worry about that because they said, hey, don't give us any presents. Just send $40 and you can enjoy the buffet. Whatever the buffet was, maybe it was uh, hotel bathroom nachos. I don't know. I hope it was better than that. But like, yeah, you should spend more than that on a gift anyway. So basically you're paying for your plate, right? And 40 bucks a person to go party with my friends, I'm in. Kids were 20 bucks, by the way. So let's say if we, I got this invitation and I said, okay, if kids are allowed, then it's a hundred bucks. I would spend more than like way more than that on a gift and other things for the wedding. And so instead, I don't have to get a gift and worry about that stuff. I just come, I give you money and then I go have food. And it's great. And we get to hang out for a night and party, right? But like 80 bucks, assuming we don't bring the kid, is much cheaper than what I would spend on a gift. I love it. It's practical. It's fantastic. And people lost their minds. And I was sitting in bed. This was on Sunday after the botched interview. So I really needed some laughs. And I'm sitting in bed and I'm just laughing one after the other of people calling it tacky and disrespectful. And somebody said, no one does this because I've never heard of it. And I just really needed to laugh. First of all, it's a great idea, right? Like instead of don't bring us any gifts that we're going to use twice and never again or ever, right? Give us money to cover the cost of the buffet and the food that we're all going to have, right? Who knows if it also had open bar. I didn't see that on the invitation. Um, I'll share it in the show notes. So maybe we can all look together. But I, I just, I saw that. I'm like, hey, that's really practical. I love it. And, you know, older people were losing their minds. And that's not fair. People who had never left their hometown were losing their minds. Because those are always the people who have the, uh, the hardest opinions on a number of issues. We said where I grew up, we had a big clock tower in town. And, like, people never left town, right? They just, they never moved away. They either lived in their same house or, like, moved around the corner or whatever. Or just stayed in town. And the joke was... They can't leave because you can't lose sight of the clock. So you can't move out of town because you can't live somewhere where you can't see the big clock. And that's the joke. And so the people who 
never leave their hometowns, people who never left the sight of the clock, always have the most to say about everywhere else. And that's what a lot of those comments felt like to me, where it was, I've never dealt with anyone but my townies, so this is scary. And I've never dealt with, uh, you know, things of this nature like, oh, we've always done things in this fashion. We've always done things this way. And so everyone who tries to do things any other way is tacky and disrespectful. And why would you do this? And what's wrong with you? And if you can't afford a wedding, don't have one and all these things. And it's like, hey, I'm going to pay like I'm going to contribute financially in some way to your wedding. So why not cut out the middle of, hey, get us a gift and then come hang out with us instead? Hey, give us the money that we're going to spend on the food that you can enjoy and hang out with us and have a great time. I'll take that every time. I wish I had more weddings to go to now. I don't think I I think I'm done going to weddings. I don't know if I have any friends who would invite me to weddings and that's fine. But if you do and you find it, uh, if you deem it acceptable to invite me to your wedding. And if you have this option where I just have to pay you like 40 or 50 bucks per head to go have a buffet and hang out with you, then yes, I'm all in. I love it. You know, people losing their minds over this probably never left their hometown and never dealt with anyone uh, who didn't live in their hometown. And so, yeah, when you've never left home, uh, the world is scary. And I think that's really what a lot of people were, uh, were experiencing was this fear of something different. And uh, they didn't want to deal with that. They, didn't, they did not want to confront that reality that the world can be different for different people. And uh, I think not everyone should have access to social media. You know, much like uh, just because we can make a video of us, of ourselves, making and eating hotel bathroom nachos doesn't mean we should. And just because you have the ability to leave a comment on a post that says this thing I don't know about and don't like for some reason is disrespectful and tacky doesn't mean you should. But I love this idea. I think it's fantastic. I don't have to buy and wrap and carry a gift and think about that. And I just send you $40 or $80 or $100 if we can bring the kid. And we all go hang out and have a party for a night. That's sick as hell. I'm in. So if anybody's getting married and you deem it acceptable to bring me along, to include me in your celebration, I will strongly recommend that you have this instead of don't bring us gifts. We can buy that later. Let me pay you like 50 bucks and have a buffet and drink your beer all night. Does that sound fun? Great. All right. Anybody, by the way, if anybody reads this invitation, again, I'll share it on the website, uh, in the show notes at the website. You know what I meant. And you go, that's really tacky. Let me know. And I can make fun of you personally for not having it. No, no, that's not fair. Um, I No, if you don't think this is a good idea, I would like you to articulate why. I don't want you to just say, it's tacky and disrespectful or like, Oh, we've always done things this way. No, no, I want to, I want you to give me a specific reason as to why this idea is not a good one. So let me know. All right. I love it. 40 bucks ahead to go have a buffet at your wedding and have fun with all my friends and all your friends and all that. That sounds great. Sign me up. Good luck out there. And uh, if you were really mad about this, maybe log off the internet for the day. All right. All right. Speaking of, let's take a break. We will come back and maybe hear from the captain. And if not, then we just end the show and then we go from there. All right. So we'll do that and we will uh, do our best to wrap up the show right after this. There we go. We probably should have uh, broken this up a little. 
don't know, a little smoother. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're going to be great. Everything's going to be great unless the captain's not here. Well, then that means less work for me. So there we go. <laughs> but what I mean to say is we could have done this a little differently, but um, I got work to do. So I'm in a bit of a uh, bit of a cruncher. So anyway, let's hear about the Flyers. Maybe. I hope. I don't know. I haven't heard from the captain yet. Wait, let's see. One time he did this. It happened where I was talking about him and he sent the update. Let's check. All right. He did not. That's okay. That's fine. We're going to cross our fingers and toes and we'll see what happens. So good, sir. Tell us all about the flat guys. They had a pretty wild game the other night with a blackout and they somehow still won. So maybe he'll talk about that if he's there. I don't know. Let's find out. Good, sir. The floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Ooh, dude. Yeah. Woo. Guys, I am back and the Flyers are in the waning little bit of the season. We have a couple weeks left. We are going to talk about these Flyers, your third place Metropolitan Division Flyers. I still can't get over it. I can't believe that this team is doing as well as they are this season. So let's jump into the recap. So the Flyers had some huge games, all right? They ended up taking on the Rangers at home on Saturday. The Flyers had probably one of the best games they've had all season. I mean, it was a tight checking the game. The Flyers had everything. Nick De Laurentiis, I mean, my goodness, that was fight of the year candidate. I mean, my gosh, the guys came out bloody. They were bruised. I mean, it was a battle. It was wild. But unfortunately, the Flyers ended up losing that game two to one. It was a sad loss because the Flyers played so, so well. But, you know, what can you do? It was a divisional game. You expect that out of the Flyers and the Rangers. But let's move on. The Flyers then had to go to Pittsburgh the next day to take on the Penguins. The Flyers with their backup goalie in there, Cal Peterson. Let's just say he wasn't sharp. The Flyers ended up losing that game 7-6. to six. I mean, my goodness, you can't have somebody give up seven goals in a game. And the Flyers felt the same way. They ended up waving him, and they're probably going to be just moving him down to the Phantoms. So the Flyers making some moves ahead of the trade deadline. But the Flyers back on home ice on Tuesday, taking on the Lightning, ended up dominating that game. Third period, especially winning that game 6-2. to two. <laughs> Even the Wells Fargo Center was so electric, it blew fuses. I mean, my goodness, half of this whole rink was out. They didn't have a scoreboard. The buzzer at the end of the period wasn't going off because nobody had any power to it. It was wild. I've never seen anything like that, actually, in my entire time watching hockey. So maybe I never will again, but I hope you got to enjoy that game. So looking ahead, the Flyers going to be taking on the Capitals Friday night in Washington, Saturday back home against Ottawa, Monday playing the Blues at home, and then the Flyers going to be looking ahead to a two-game road trip after that. So guys, the Flyers battling. There are only 22 games left in this season. Let's see what the Flyers can do to make this happen. If they can hold on for the playoffs, I will say I'll be over the moon But before we talk about playoffs, we'll see what the Flyers do at the trade deadline. Will they be sellers? Will they be buyers? I'm hoping they're selling. They're still in the rebuild. They're way ahead. But you need to look 
toward the future. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. There you have it. Thank you, my friend. The Melting Pad, the Next Level Network, just in case you weren't there. If you had stuff to do, if you had to go make nachos in your hotel room, or you had to go get the knife out of your sandwich, that's fine, too. There we go. That's it. We did it. We made it through all of the wonderful things. There we go. Thanks, Captain. Thank you to our new friend, 12 Days in June, 12daysinjune.bandcamp.com for more over there. Thank you, everybody, for your answers on the uh, the dining question, your worst dining experience. Thank you very much. And again, I'm sorry you all had to deal with that. And uh, yeah, let me know about wedding invitations. If you think that uh, saying, hey, don't send us presents. Instead, send us money for the buffet and come hang out. Do you think that's good? Or do you think that's tacky because new things are scary? So let me know about that. And please, for the love of God or whatever you pray to, do not make or eat food in a hotel bathroom or any bathroom. And certainly don't share it on the Internet. Okay, maybe not everyone should have a camera on their phone and the ability to share everything with everyone else in the world. I think that's really the lesson here. And, um, you know, I was going to say, hope that guy's okay. But I think that guy needs to learn a lesson. I think the guy has to learn that he should not do that. And so uh, I wish him nothing but bad tidings. All right, there we go. I wish all of you a lovely day doing whatever it is that you do. Just go have fun. And next week, I don't know what's happening. We'll try. We'll figure out something. I don't know. In any case, this has been an April in production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You can find more from me at TheMeltingPat.com. That's TheMeltingPat.com. Slow down and say the words, Pat. You're right. Also on social media everywhere at TheMeltingPat. Sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the Patreon. Join the Patreon, I should say. And uh, let me know what you want to see, read, and or hear. And I will do my best. Leave a voicemail, 209-867-7638. Or send a text with your questions, your comments, your concerns, your observations, and of course, your corrections. Okay? All right. We're good, right? I hope so. Have a great day, everyone. G-Love and Special Sauce with cold beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that is all for today. Thank you so much. Break. There we go. That was a good one. We got a lot of, we got a lot of that one. We got a lot of that. There we go. All right. I love you. Go have fun. Don't be a moron. And uh, again, don't pretend to be your dead dad to get his social security benefits. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you soon. You've been inside the Melty Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a fight from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but cross. Got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming. Don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of from It's martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling gold and bring your own beverage. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, you're on to the cherry browns And for a chill bar, all shoes and my
like it's right. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cold, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Go, 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 go. Something from the bar? Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing? Let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. And you can a bite, but the brew tastes a nice. Back to the bar. So every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got me a buzz. I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. Before you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kind of thirsty. Yeah. 